Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the last Saints Radio broadcast of the month of May. Hard to imagine we've navigated through two fast of feasting months and um, we have uh, engaged in the compilation of the Book of Remembrance. And, it, you know, it's just really odd to think that tomorrow is June. But we welcome the privilege of spending this time with you and want to thank you for uh, <laughs> for joining us. Uh, I, I just... I'm looking over at the screen because I asked Uncle Scott to look into this preset because the past number of weeks we've started and I've forgotten to cue a, an audio tab and it looks like he fixed it, so I'm assuming we're broadcast. So if that well and truly is the case, thank you, Scott. Thank you, Lord. And we're, uh, we're on the air. It's hard to believe that there's so much power in one little button. <laughs> Imagine if we like had a button like that on our body. You could just turn us on and off. <laughs> or you could activate the power and Yeah. It's just hard to believe like one little switch. Well, I mean I guess it's the same as turning light on in a dark room. It's like one little switch just turns it on. It's so simple yet so profound. Yeah, there's got to be uh, a profound spiritual lesson there. And uh, the Lord gives a prophetic directive. And um, you do it and the waters burst forth. There you go. Just make sure you don't hit it when you're supposed to speak to it. Oh, yeah. See, that's another thing, you know, because people realize this principle and... So often, especially if you're in a spirit, quote unquote, spirit-filled environment, you'll you'll have all kinds of people giving you, quote, words from the Lord and suggestions that if you you should do this and you'll be well, or you should do this and this will happen. And, um, and I, I, you know, again, I I know that's the environment we're in. We've I've endured that many many times in my life and um, but it is really a wonderful thing to clearly hear from God to know a point of prophetic obedience and uh, see him act on behalf of that but th that's the key finding the thing that you need to do. Right. I, I, I don't know. I mean, we were talking before before we came on the air and uh, we were talking about the need for that kind of clarity. And um, so that's one of the things that we're believing God is is leading us into 
that is going to be so so vital for the use of the kingdom in the days to come and um, so that prophetic switch <clears throat> yeah and we I know we mentioned this some on on Sunday and maybe even through other broadcasts but we truly are entering into a new season of grace and in that our function in that is through intercession other things but but primarily we're talking about just stepping into a new season of of corporate intercession and also just personal intercession but we're directly talking about corporate intercession and and it's going to take many different forms from from month to month from week to week um, we're just going to be led of the spirit as he leads us into just a deeper walk of not only spiritual intercession but also prophetic gleaning and prophetic um, interpretation and understanding of the way God is leading us as a people and the way he is leading us to take the light into the darkness and so we want to welcome all of the saints throughout the whole world throughout this network to join with us in that pursuit whether or not you're there by yourself whether you're in a, in a church um, whatever that looks like for you we just want to encourage you to step into this God wouldn't draw us into this if his grace was not propelling us and but we have to press into the throne of grace we have to to press in and 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 deeply desire it and so I'm asking for the hearts of all of his people to to really be ignited for a passion a fresh passion a fresh fire if I may use that term for for intercession and supplication and 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 the prosuke and 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 diversities of tongues and just for the flow of the spirit to be fluid and just propelled in grace and and I know that we you know when we have seminars and we have all the saints come and and join us and corporate intercession every day multiple times a day you know what that atmosphere is like and I'm believing for that that atmosphere of grace to to fill every room, every home, every heart, every church in these days ahead, and for us just to catch the wind of the Spirit and partner in our prayer and our prayer languages and the angelic and the Lord Jesus who's praying for us for this very thing, but also praying with us according to what the Father has ordained. So. I just want to encourage you to to jump in, take that free fall again, and catch the wave because it's coming. <laughs> and I, I'm excited. I mean, I, I really am excited. I have no idea what it's going to look like, but that's part of the wonder of it. And and I know that we've seen the Lord move so powerfully through His people in this way and I just know there's a fresh touch there's a fresh there is a fresh fire and that fire ignites our purpose and I just know that's coming or that's here 
So all that to say, tomorrow we are really launching this through a time of corporate prayer at 6 o'clock here. We welcome you to join us um, wherever you are. Um, there's not necessarily a directive for a submission. It's more of a of each one of us individually submitting ourselves to um, in this moment for what he has for us. And so join us, please. Yes, and... Um, that commercial was sponsored by... <laughs> <laughs> trying to think some kind of holy oil or something yeah the dead sea mud <laughs> that yeah right you know the the thing is is that you know we've talked over the years about how God builds upon uh, from glory to glory and things that you know, things that you've been given by the Lord that you've labored to establish, God builds on behalf of that. And um, we, we've, we've shared that, and we know that that's, that's true. And um, you think about the things that God has given to us as saints, and the understandings that he's given, the the vehicle of interpretation that he's laid forward from the word, and we're very grateful for that. And so what what we're sensing is that because of what God has given in that regard and because of the faithfulness that we've tried to embrace those gifts, the how we've tried to embrace those gifts, that upon that foundation God is going to take us into a, 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 a I don't want to say you know an upgraded measure of uh, perception and hearing and that just it goes along with the principles of how God does anything. You know, I, I just shared recently about the, the progression of going from being an infant spiritually through the development of sonship. And it it's something that is built upon a successful uh, points of obedience and completion of up a specific stage and then God gives you more and that if you're faithful in the small things he makes you ruler over many um, that's that in a number of other biblical principles is the way God moves and we do that in the natural realm you know we, we want to train our children and we and we want them t to learn this and then you know hopefully you're you, you pass and then you go into the next level and it, it's built upon so I guess what I'm saying is we as saints and pneumaticos people have been amazingly blessed with 
phenomenal insights from his word and ways that God has appeared to us and spoken to us and revealed himself. It's, it's, it has been a delight to walk in that. But as you're so fond of saying, there's always more. And so built upon that foundation, we, we believe that the Spirit is saying he wants to take us into a next phase. And, you know, and really that's the debacle of religion. You know, we say that you, you want to keep, you, you want to, you want to sow and you want to reap and then the plowman overtakes the reaper and, you know, you, you have the line upon line growth and development. Um, but the church gets to the point where they say, well, look what we have and we can just relax. We don't, we don't want to press forward in anything new. And at every stage of what God has done in, in this house, we've encountered that. And, and in some ways, opposition, many ways, opposition, where there's the opportunity to break forward into a new point of uh, understanding of the Lord in his ways. And so when we say that we know breakthrough is ahead, when we say that we're, we're feeling the Spirit say that he wants to reveal a heightened measure of hearing, um, that's, that's what we're talking about. It's, it's built upon what we've learned. You know, and at any point, I'm, I'm not bragging, I'm just saying that at any point, the saints can go into prayer through the power of the Spirit and glean a lot of different things in interpretation for what God's saying. And we can assess and analyze dreams and visions. We can find rhema words. We can gain insight through the scripture to in, to define there are angelic interventions there are lots of different things you've experienced them how can there be more than that but there is and it, it has to do with a a refinement and a sharpening and I think that's one of the reasons why Jesus said so often he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Because too often we, we rely on the last thing the Spirit said or the accumulation of the things the Spirit said. And we don't realize that there's that present truth the Spirit is saying to the, to the ecclesia. And again, I'm not saying we've shut ourselves off from God. That's not what I'm saying. But I, what, I, what I'm say, really doing is giving thanks to the Lord for all that he's given. But the next thing that he's wanting to offer builds off that. 
Now, what would the enemy try to say? What he's tried to do in, in, uh, over the past few years through the attacks of the progressive mindset. You know what you've learned, that's fine. We, we just want to thank the Lord for it, but we need to forget about all that. We need to just break that down and to, to use the phrase that's so often used. We need to deconstruct that, which is actually a communist. It's in the communist manifesto. You, you come in, communism's going to be established, you have to deconstruct. They use that term. What was there before? And you have to eliminate the people who taught that. And you have to eliminate that mindset, make it a crime. We see that in our society today. But, you know, God's way is to build upon. Now, if there are things that you've been errant in, yeah, you want to surrender those. Now, if there are ways that you've been worshiping the former foundations, you need to surrender that. Um, it's like what the book of Hebrews says, where, you know, you need to press forward. So you need to leave the comfort zone of all of these things that are, that are true. Um, you know, those wonderful things that are tenets of faith. It doesn't mean you abandon them. It doesn't mean you tear them up and say, I'm not following those anymore. But you go forth from there. So obviously I'm just pontificating here, but um, what? No, go ahead. no, go ahead. I'm done. I, I've been reflecting a lot because we've been in this book of remembrance, and of course I'm assuming that we've all been reflecting over the number of years, the last number of years, and thought a lot about just the development, the way the Lord has led us through development in these very things. And and in the beginning, when the Lord began to teach us about fivefold and about interpretation and gleaning the mind and the ways of the Lord, just personal reflection. I mean, I had no idea what I was doing other than I wanted to know God. I mean, there was such a desperate passion for me to know the Lord in a deeper, more intimate way. And yet I didn't know what I was doing. And thankfully, I have a, a master who is patient. <laughs> but, I mean, it truly is stepping in by faith and in faith knowing that if he's anointed you to do it, if he's called you to do it, he'll anoint you to do it, and his spirit will be there to come through. But there was still a lot of... Um, please don't judge me when I say this, there was a lot of making it up as we went by the, by the leading of the Spirit, but also just out of innocent ignorance. And I think that our walk has been that way, and I think God smiles on that because that's like the wonder of a child. And, and I'm, I'm so thankful for that. And I, I'm asking for a renewal of that childlike faith and wonder in the way the Spirit can manifest Himself to all of us. And, and, and so as I've been praying as we lead into tomorrow and then the beginning of this season, I was praying just before the radio broadcast. And, you know, I just almost had to laugh because 
I just felt the Spirit saying to me, all you need is the Spirit. All, y you need me. And, and so then that led me to just begin to welcome the Spirit. Lord, just inhabit this house, inhabit the hearts of the people. And because really that's what we need. And this morning, you know, I've been reading through the Bible, I do the reading through the Bible in, in a year. This is my second year to do it in a while. And my reading this morning was Isaiah 28, which is, you could probably quote it, Pastor, but it just so much speaks of what you just said, and that whom will he teach knowledge, and whom will he make to understand the message? Those that are weaned from the meat, milk, those just drawn from the breast, precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little, for with stammering lips and another tongue, he will speak to his people. And I think the simplicity of that is so profound because we we stepped into this not even really knowing what we were stepping into just knowing that our yes was yes and it was going to cost us everything and yet the Lord was going to meet us and and it was it was such a simple surrender but the most profound surrender I think that any of us ever made short of giving our life to the Lord. And yet the simplicity of the way the Spirit moves, we just need the Spirit. We need and we need the surrender of our of our spirit to partner with the stammering lips and the unknown tongues and 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 just go after it. And through that he will speak. And and then of course the whole part of the giving rest to the weary um, I, you know, I've been asking for that too, because I think, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and this is just total, total transparency. In a lot of ways, approaching this, I have felt weary. Like, Lord, are you wanting us to rebuild? Are you wanting us to, um, you know, when you when you're when you're jumping into or, or find yourself responsible for? the rebuilding of something or just stepping into the building of something new, it's it can be overwhelming. But approaching it from that place of rest, it's so simple. And so I'm just thankful. And I, and I know that His Spirit is, is here and it's where you are and is going to meet us as we present ourselves to him in whatever way he wants to manifest. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you know, I think I think before we're just all talking here. I mean, this is what we all know. But God God presents a hunger before he does anything. And he wants to know whether you would share that hunger for the new thing. It's like being hungry and full, full and hungry or whatever. And um, I, I think back over the past few years, when, ever since God started talking about transition, um, then you had that influx of the doctrines of devils and um, 
the words that were that were being and are still being released across the church world that there are more words from God than the Bible and there are more paths to God than through through Jesus um, and and all of that cosmic nonsense um, it's it's like that is something the enemy came in when the enemy comes in um, he came in to try to satiate the, the the spiritual hunger that God really wanted his people to seek after and so I I know that God has this, you know, the enemy came in one way, there's a sevenfold. Why does the enemy flee in seven ways? It's, it's, not, it's not just because God gets after him, it's because God arises. And that's what scatters the enemy. God, God arises and he manifests himself and he shows himself for who he is. It's like, does the, does the sunrise chase the darkness or does the sun rise and the darkness flees? So we're seeking after our Father for what he has ordained. Um, and I can guarantee you it it will be judged by the by the scriptures that you know you mentioned earlier about being creative as we've walked this pathway not really knowing exactly what to do but those are steps of faith but the one thing we've always tried to do is to let the let the spirit bring the scriptures to the remembrance so that we don't enter into a sinful pathway and um, I'm not patting ourselves on the back I'm just reiterating things that we've all learned and we all live so we can state unequivocally that wherever God takes us whatever he's going to do next it's it's going to align with the word and with that there will be deeper revelation of what the the living word is wanting to show in these days but um it's, it's quite interesting quite interesting yeah i think about when Bezalel was commissioned to, I guess, I mean, was he the one that actually built the temple? Or he was, he was the designer, he, he, he was the one responsible well, for the design? Well, he, he came up with, with uh, you know, with the elements of the tabernacle and um, you know, like the Ark of the Covenant and uh, the different uh, 
you know, the different no. vessels that were used, the incense table, the curious work, and, you know, I think that, I think that he, he was creative in those specialized things that communicated who God was. But they had, you know, the, the, he had a, a crew of people that would work f with and for him to to do the building. Yeah, but his his was more the uh, you know the, the, the creative design. innovation, yeah. gleaning what God was saying and then depicting it. Uh, and you know that's a curious thing because I don't I don't think he was dusting off ideas from his the shelf of his workshop saying oh yeah I yeah I, I got this about three years ago I I can use this here no I, and that really was my point I mean I'm sure that the Lord created him and he was the Lord knew that he the gifting was resident within him but it was the spirit that that was imparted to him in that way of creativity to do to to design or bring forth that creativity into the the points of worship in the tabernacle and so I asked for that same anointing I mean I asked for that it's not like we're building a tabernacle but we are building the kingdom and we need that we also need the wisdom that was poured into Solomon when, when he asked the Father for that, and the Father was so gracious to pour that into him because we need to know how to take light into the darkness. We need to know how to do that. And, and so I'm just asking the Lord for all of it. <laughs> and I know it's by His Spirit. I know, I know that I know over this last several years if the Lord has taught me anything and he has taught me many things just through my personal journey that his strength is made perfect in my weakness and where I am insufficient he is fully sufficient and and so I come to this table in my weakness and in my insufficiency as in my own capacity knowing that the fullness of, of his spirit and his capacity is more than enough. And I, and I say that for every person who has a part. So it's, it's, it's a vulnerable moment, but it's also a very exciting moment because it gives the Lord a platform to manifest himself through his people in ways that are, I think, going to astound us. And, I mean, we've seen that over the years. I mean, I've watched this people walk into a room and give themselves into intercession and have a directive and and I know they're shaking in their boots thinking I have nothing to offer but they give and 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 then they receive and it's it's been one of the greatest privileges that I've had just to be part of this company so we'll see amen and you know, it's funny that I'm up here on Mondays and I'm up here on Wednesdays. And that 
redundant power supply never beeps until you come. So I think there's some kind of a radioactivity of the spirit that <laughs> triggers that thing when you sit over there. So I don't know if any of you can hear it, but there's this just little beep that goes on. and um, That's just it's humorous to me. You know, and so we're going to be... Um, We're going to be trying our best to be alert to what the Spirit would require of us. We want to press the envelope of moving beyond, beyond the measures of uh, insight, patterns of insight that we've received. And I really, I really don't know. I really don't know how you go beyond that, other than the fact, because you know, how do you beat moving in diversities of tongues and hearing from God and getting rhema from the Scripture and having angels speak to you and the Father speak words and Jesus appearing, having insight into what's going on? How do you, how do you, how do you go beyond that? So it's not like. We're going to be taken to a secret room that we've never been in. Uh, it's it's that I think the work is going to be more in God activating something within us that He that He put in us from the foundation of the world um, that that uh, what God ordained for us to be doing and God, like you said about the button, God activating that. And um, us then being enabled to to hear more clearly, or to really get words from, or maybe it's maybe it's just as simple as the fact that God is going to be speaking in more definitive ways, because you know God's been speaking. There's so many times that God's told us things and and it's come about but we look back and we say yeah he told us this was going to happen but we didn't have any idea how he was going to do it and it the way he did it is miraculous well, we we could not we did not foresee that and then we said well that's that's because we're in a walk of faith if he tells us everything at the beginning we won't step forward i believe all that and I think God always is going to be that way. But I also know that there are times where the prophets in the Old Testament and even what Jesus what Jesus did, um, where, where there was a direct word and it was spoken and it happened exactly that way. It didn't just meander around and then finally came to the answer and you say, oh, that's what God was saying. I think, again, we will, we will always be partnering with his mysteries. We will always be praying those mysteries. But I, but I think there are going to be the, the advent of very definitive words that are immediate because that's, what the, that's, that's in the scripture over and over again and um, it's like what we were saying earlier 
Um, you're looking for the button, the right button to push. And, you know, in, in the vernacular, we say, you know, that guy just knows how to push my button, you know. Just, but, but I think that, uh, you know, people try to do that. And so often their, their noble attempts set people on wild goose chases. And then the, the, it's like the woman with the issue of blood has grown no better, grew worse, and wore herself out and wore her pocketbook out. Um, but I, I think we, we, we really are going to need in the days to come absolute clear words. I mean, absolute definitive words. And I think absolute clear vision for what is supposed to happen. And I think it's only God could be fulfilling those scriptural promises up to this point, and he has been, and leading and training us in them, but then take us into a higher dimension of service in that same principle. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Only God can do that, but we've got to ask for that. totally agree. I think that there's there's going to be I, I can't think of a better word. All I can the only word I can think of is a renewal of maybe just a, a, a remembrance in our spirit of our not only our our calling and responsibility the passion to partner with the Lord in intercession because that's who we are and that's what he's searching for but I think there's there's going to be something in our formation and our alignment that's going to position us for to be to be more effective mm -hmm. because what we don't need is just a ton of information that's just more information <coughs> And yet, I know there's going to be processes where it's going to be activations where people are just going to be honing their gifts. Because, it, you know, I can't say we've gotten rusty at all because we've never stopped pressing that envelope. But as corporately in team settings in the fivefold, whether it's the fivefold or prophets and seers or whatever the combination might be, I think the formation is, is very important. And I think that that is going to position us into, it's going to launch us into, um, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, into uh, just a deeper perception. No, that's not even good. I just think that it's going to be a launch point for what God wants to do in grace. But also... I think there's going to be a, a, a dispensation of grace upon the application of what we receive. And, and like you said, I mean, we need very concise, clear words. And so those gifts are going to have to be honed. And, and so say, for instance, we have a seer's activation and we have seers that present vision. We may take those visions back in and say, okay, we need clear word. We need, we need, we need a clear word. And, and so it's going to really be honing those gifts, but I just, I know there's going to be grace there 
it not only in the development but also in the the capacity to process and then apply. <laughs> so, it, you know, the church was is supposed to be formed in the fivefold for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, and this is, I mean, it has to fulfill that role, and so that is our objective ultimately, right? And so we have to come at it with that perspective and. And I'm trusting the Lord just to bring the fullness of that together in the way that He desires. Because I don't have I don't have the answers. Maybe you do, but I don't. No. And again, here's that walk of faith. I mean, um, you know, you 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 obey and do what God has said to do, and then. He then shows you the next thing to do. And I, and I think that that step of obedience has been applying this principle all along because in order for you to get to where you are right now as a pneumonicos person, you had to have heard a clarity from God to do a certain thing so that you could then arrive at this juncture that God currently has you in. So it's not like we're saying, oh, we, and you're not saying this, but it's not like we're saying, oh, you know, we've, we've not been getting clear words. Uh, it, there's a, there's a, a greater clarity. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and, and even, you know, you, you talked, I, I think it was the beginning of this year about the need to to really, you know, we talked about the school of the prophets. We talked about just the prophetic. Maybe it was the beginning of last year, the prophetic year. And that, I mean, that lives on. I mean, that has not ceased. That is still a, a, a necessary um, element that we're always pressing deeper into. But I think, you know, if the prophetic gift is to to take all the words and, and precisely bring them into a salient word for the moment, I, you know, I'm trusting the Lord through the prophetic voices in this house and through the houses through the network to really be honed in that capacity. Because, um, like I said, I mean, years passed and, and being in this for a long time and having five folds for many, many years, I mean, we, we were not in lack of spiritual insight through intercession. I, I, we're not talking about praying mysteries and the Lord opening scriptures up and you bringing the word from the pulpit. We're talking about information that we receive by pre, you know having the people press into the spirit realm through intercession and then report what they, what they glean. My prayer is that, that, that we that our gifts are honed to be able to find that salient word, and 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 then what do you do with it? And so, I don't know. It's just it's it's exciting, but it's also, I mean, I approach it with fear and trembling. <laughs> well, this this yeah. is from God. I mean, these these are words from God. Yeah. And yeah. And, and with that, I just pray that. God covers us and that he cloaks us in humility and meekness 
because, you know, with great power, there's great responsibility. And we've, I don't even know why I'm saying this, but such giftings uh, can do weird things in people. Um, we've, we've even seen over the years uh, individuals who are not humble, they, they do what the, the princes did to Moses. We hear from God just as you do, Moses. You're taking too much on yourself. Or you're saying this, but I'm hearing this and I'm going to do this. And when, when, you get, um, when you get insights that are amazing to God, it's like you've talked about Issachar. Well, what about Zebulun? Mm-hmm. Those guys were expert in war, but they were not of double heart. They knew how to keep rank. And <coughs> we have to have that. It's not control. There's submission all the way around. But... There, there, and, and that with that, then there's not that thing that we faced many times over the years, where some people, in the giftings God's given them, are exhibiting certain capacities, and not everybody's exhibiting those, and then you got the the Eeyore spirit that says, "Oh, nobody's noticing me," you know, I and so. There has to be an influx of the spirit of humility and, and the cloak of meekness as God gives this incredible new demonstration of pneumaticos understandings to us. I don't, I don't know why that just came on me. I have no motive for that other than, you know, there's nobody that's doing some scurrilous thing right now. I, I, I thank God. And then we're not forecasting that that's going to happen. Um, but we have to be, uh, we have to be cloaked, which is why Moses was the meekest man that walked on the face of the earth and Jesus was meek and uh, the meek inherit the earth. Um, we, we need that. Maybe that's a word from us. Maybe we need to release that hunger and desire upon the saints as we enter into this. What say ye? Amen. Amen. Well, um, we hey. have... Oh. Go ahead. No, this is trivial because we have to have some few moments of trivial before we proceed. Did you happen to see in the news about the, the man dressed like a woman in a wheelchair that caked the Mona Lisa? I heard about that. <laughs> I didn't I didn't read it. Well apparently it was it was a man who dressed like a woman with a wig and she was he was in a wheelchair and he threw a piece I guess a piece of cake or a cake at the Mona Lisa. Which <laughs> My hair's got stuck in the mic. How did he get up there? We've been there, and there's so many people packed around that. I don't know, but if you could see the picture, I mean, it looked like somebody had, like, smeared, like, cake frosting all over the painting. But I just thought that was funny. 
Sorry, Mona. Wow, maybe maybe <laughs> that maybe the people in wheelchairs get to go right up front. Yeah, maybe. That's probably why he did that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, carry on. That's interesting. That's our news flash for the day. Do, 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 We're do, not going to talk about war. We're not going to talk about. Yeah, there's a lot of topical issues that we could be bringing up right now, yeah. but. Yeah. Um, positive. Yeah. Not that vandalizing the Mona Lisa is is positive, but I thought it was kind of funny. You know, I, I remember going to see the Mona Lisa the first time. I remember seeing, there's certain things that that I saw for the first time in our travels that I remember the just the absolute take my breath away moment. One was, this is going to sound so lame, was when I saw the Eiffel Tower the first time. And it literally was out of my the window in my room the first time we went into Paris and the concierge came up or the doorman or whatever and he pulled open the blinds and there it was sparkling and and it did it took my breath away the other time was when we were in Rome and we came up over that hill to the Colosseum and I it, it was just like an awe moment like oh my gosh um, and there's there's other times but when, when we saw the Mona Lisa for the first time, I just have to say, I didn't have that moment. <laughs> I mean, it was like all these people were gathered around and crowds, and then there's just small It's kind of small, yeah. Yeah, it was just kind of insignificant. And I do remember when we went to see The Last Supper in Milan, and, and that, for those of you that don't know, was originally painted on the wall of a convent? Yeah, it was in their cafeteria. Well, was it the cafeteria at the, at the time? I think in so. The cafeteria. And yeah. so the painting, they've had to work to restore it. It's, it's not fully, I don't think it can ever be what it was, but it's still there, and so you can, you can buy tickets and go huge. see it. But you would kind of, I think that's got to be one of the top two most famous paintings in the world, those two. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. But, anyway, we carry on. That's your travel news for the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have a first Saturday prayer time coming up this Saturday. And I am always grateful for the privilege of being able to meet, knowing that our saints family at you know, whatever time or whatever setting they may find themselves in are praying on that day um, I know you pray every day but with a concerted focus I, I I'm grateful that that's coming this Saturday And, um, you know, basically we're, we're coming to reflect on what we said earlier, that we've come through the fourth and fifth month. We have compiled a book of remembrance and all of these things that God has focused into this particular moment of culmination. And... Um, we, we need to give him thanks and present ourselves 
humbly, making ourselves available for what he wants to do next. Mm. So that's good. That's very good. Um, anything you'd like to share in regard to that? or? No, I just, I just want to encourage everyone to, to be a part and to um, participate and just the beckoning of the Lord to pursue Him and and enjoy this time of fellowship with the saints. I mean, this really is, you know, we talk about coming to the table. And for me, in a lot of ways, while we might not partake of the elements during First Saturday Prayer, I mean, in so many ways, it's, it is our spiritual fellowship together at His throne. And... I love that. So, don't miss it. Amen. And pray with us tomorrow. I mean, we welcome everyone to pray. Pray with us tomorrow at some point during the day or night. Um, yeah, we, you know, we're, we know that we've been since the, uh, different restrictions that came against we we were trying to be innovative uh, in our meeting times and so we started presenting Wednesday night live over the over the web um, and that way people could hear it throughout the day they could hear it through the archive they could hear it at double speed which is appealing to many um, but we haven't We've had some prayer times, but we haven't resumed our Wednesday night meetings. And so we are we are going to continue Wednesday night live in the way we have, but we're going to begin to initiate various types of fivefold pursuits and gatherings, trying to be directed by the spirit lots of them will be happening in-house here but we hope that there will be times where we can combine with other saints or churches in the network um, but you know so much of what we do here and we're happy to do this is part of the larger body of the saints but you do have to have specific times that are just for the local body. And so it's kind of like the laboratory of, of, uh, of obedience and intercession. And so that's what Monica's going to be headlining. And we're going to try to hear what the Spirit says and give direction. Um, and, and again, it's going to be using a lot of the things that the Lord has already shown us in ways we've already served him. But, um, and you know, I, I've purposely tried to, over the years, and you know this, to just open ourselves to whatever God wants to say and not, forgive me for this phrase, put a demand to get a and sometimes 
to get to get some kind of a specific word. And sometimes, you know, even people in this house have not liked that. They say, well, we got all these insights. What's it mean? I remember people in power who were saying that, and it irritated me. And even in some of the foreign nations, uh, not foreign, but for you, it's not foreign because you live there, but other places across the waters, we would do fivefolds, and then there would be people who were sincere who'd say, okay, what do we do with this? Uh, how do we do it? You know, we didn't change the city because of this. And so we've, we've purposely tried to just lay the framework for whatever God wants to say, and we will continue to do that. But I, but I do believe that the Lord is going to be giving very distinct, very distinct, not vague directives from time to time. Now, it's not going to happen every week. I mean, you don't, you don't need that every week. You know, see, we read the Bible, and we think that's because it's on the next page. You know, God did this here, and then, wow, look, look. You know, I read this. It took me five minutes. Look what God's doing next. And the, those scriptures were over a span of time. And there were long gaps where the people were just walking. And, you know, it's, it's why you search for God. Why, if, if God was saying these words to David every minute, then he must have really been cheesing us when he said, you know, I have to search for him. Or when God said, I hide my face, you know, will you search for me? You know, if, 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 the, if the people of God really knew how to hear clearly, then that wouldn't be happening. So, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't, you've got to preserve the multitude of scripture. And so, we're going to have times where we just come and wait on the Lord without any directive. Amen for that. But uh, um, we'll, we'll keep you posted on what's going on. And I know that some of you will be doing similar things in your house. God bless you in that. But it's time for uh, us to move forward in what God has next. Amen. Well, okay, we are just one minute shy of being at the hour mark. So thank you for joining us. We're really grateful for all of you. We'll look forward to um, seeing you at the throne on Saturday. And um, Wednesday Night Live is tomorrow. Tune in for that. And until next week, God bless you. Goodbye.